Hey everybody, this is Matthew Soltysiak and you're listening to Not The Same Old Lions Podcast. Using my sportscasting background, I speak with a variety of guests and interview key players to gain more insight on what makes this team go. As the Detroit Lions enter a new gritty era, we'll look beyond just the kneecaps when it comes to the analysis. Welcome to another episode. In this episode, we're going to do an instant reaction to the Detroit Lions victory against the Green Bay Packers on Thursday night football, talking about that 34-20 victory at Lambeau Field. Let's get to it, Lions fans. Hey, everyone. This is Lomas Brown, and you're listening to Not the Same Old Lions Podcast. As we get started, please hit that like or subscribe button. It's helping us build momentum. What a game. The Lions came into this game after just three weeks in the season, ranked in defense, 11th in yards, and 15th in points allowed. Talk about much improved from last year. They were fifth in rushing defense. Now going over to the offensive side, they were ranked eighth in offense in yards and 12th in points scored. So those are some nice numbers, especially that big improvement on the defense. So the big question was, what were we going to see tonight? The Lions. Are we going to see them from week one or week two or week three? I mean, week one was a solid game against a great opponent in Kansas City. Week two was a subpar game against a good opponent in Seattle. And then week three was that defensive dominating game against a previously undefeated opponent in the Atlanta Falcons. Well, questions were, would the defense continue where it left off? And would the offense rebound a little bit and and do a couple things, right? Spread the ball around to multiple wide receivers a little bit more. And get the running game truly going. Sure, they've hit the century mark in each game, but it hasn't felt at a consistently good level, right? Just moments of goodness, but not a consistently good level. Well, the Lions started the game with that interception on the first drive. And I got a crazy text message from a friend asking what the heck is going on, but probably three different letters on that. You can figure it out. And I said, hey, they're just getting the worst play of the game out of the way. And it was the worst play of the first half for sure. And it might have been the only bad play of the first half. Now, I'd have to go back and look and double check and triple check. But that's about the only bad play I remember. That's when everything just started. The Lions defense stepped up and did not give up a yard on that drive, forcing a field goal. Then the Lions got going, running and passing. They responded with a 75-yard drive. The touchdown included passes to Sam Laporta and a touchdown to Amon Ross St. Brown. What body control on that catch by St. Brown? The Lions did a great job right there. St. Brown had a 24-yard catch. Sam Laporta had a 35-yard catch. Those are some nice throws by Jared Goff. The defense came right back, and it just did not relent, right? Isaiah Bugs got the first sack of the night. He busted through there. The defense had four sacks in the first half. They showed that last week was like the king of the jungle just waking up. This defense is now playing at another level. At least it was in the first half, right? They got an amazing pass rush just from the front four. The Lions took a 14-3 lead after the first quarter, and David Montgomery was running the ball well. The Green Bay Packers had one yard of offense in that first quarter. The Lions had 194. The defense helped the offense even more with an interception of Jordan Love. Anzalone tipped the ball. Jerry Jacobs picked it off. Short field, another David Montgomery touchdown. Now, if you're keeping track at home with all the sacks on the defense, it was McNeil, Harris, Bugs, and Hutchinson all having sacks. Harris had a really nice one to end that first half. 
We even heard some let's go Lions chants early on at Lambeau Field. The Lions had 121 yards rushing in that first half. Think about that for a minute. That's a lot of rushing yards. That wears the other team down. Goff also connected on three shots of more than 20 yards in the first half. They could not have done a much better job leading 27 to three at halftime. Maybe getting a touchdown instead of a field goal on one of those last two drives. And and I think that's where Lions fans probably started to maybe feel a little bit of uneasiness creep in because no lead is too big and you had to settle for three a couple times. So you kind of felt like, okay, maybe the momentum's just slowing a tad, but But even when things didn't work out perfectly, like Sam Laporta had that drop on that really nice pass to Jared Goff. But then on the next play, Amon Ross St. Brown picks up the first down. And then Sam Laporta comes back and makes an amazing great catch off of a Goff scramble. So you had to love just about everything about the Lions in the first half. Again, I'm not sure how you felt. I was excited, but by no means did I think the game was over. And at the end of halftime, the Lions come out, and we know the third quarter has not always been their strength, at least starting the third quarter. In week two, that's when they had the fumble to start the third quarter. In week three, last week, they went three and out. So what happened here? Well, we know what happened. The Packers drove 75 yards, including a long fourth down play. And I believe the Lions blitzed on that play. They've been getting a lot of pressure without blitz, and they blitzed on that play. The Packers picked it up, got inside the five, eventually led to a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Jordan Love to Christian Watson for the touchdown. Penalties and injuries on that drive. It really could not have started much worse. It made it 27-11. to Both teams had three and outs after that. The Lions had to punt after a sack. The offense got cold. And then a very weird play happened at the very end of the third quarter. A 44-yard pass from Jordan Love to Jaden Reed. But the game clock was at zero, and the play never should have happened. And so now you're starting to think, oh, great. Right? They even brought the rules expert in. He said, this is not a judgment call like the play clock. It's the game clock, and it should be an exact thing. So that set the Packers up in a really good spot at the end of the third quarter. Now, if you look at third quarter stats for the Lions, they were abysmal. And Coach Campbell talked about this, and he said a game can shift throughout. It's not always going to be one-sided the entire time. Here's what he had to say about that. We talked about at halftime, you know, that nobody should be satisfied. We can't let our foot off the gas. And, look, man, they made a little push there. And uh, But I'm not shocked by that. They shouldn't be shocked. And I see ebbs and flows of a game. Just because you, you come out and you're playing pretty good and you don't feel like anything's going wrong, it, it you'll get a shift. Inevitably, it's always going to. There'll be a shift, and they were able to make some plays. They hit a shot play uh, right at the end of the third, and 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 uh, what I love is nobody got panicked. Guys didn't get panicked. Hell, they may pull it within a touchdown. And hey, you can't get, you can't worry about all that. You just got to clean up the errors. Everybody stay calm, handle one play at a time, and uh, go do your job. So then we enter the fourth quarter, and Green Bay wraps up that drive with a Jordan Love quarterback sneak for a touchdown, and then the big play happens. John Kaminsky stops the two-point conversion. He was maybe a foot, foot and a half short, maybe two feet short. But John Kaminsky makes that tackle. That makes it a 27-17 to game. It keeps it a 10-point game instead of making it an eight-point game. And that's when the Lions got the ball back. And they needed a drive. I was texting with Coach Angers, and I didn't say, hey, Coach, we need a score on this drive. I said, we need some first downs. That's all we need. We need some first downs. 
And they did. They got those first downs. They drove all the way down the field, ultimately had to settle for a field goal attempt, which still would have made it 30 to 17. They made that field goal. So now, okay, you're up. You're up 13 now would have been like to have been up a little bit more. But then we come back from break and then we find out there's a flag on the play for Walker hurdle in the center and the Lions get the ball back and it's half the distance to the goal. And they get down to fourth and goal from the one yard line. And you're like, okay, we've run more clock time, which was really important because we wanted to run the clock down. But do you just take the three points? No, the Lions stayed aggressive. And you figured, okay, you're either going to get this touchdown or you're going to make Green Bay go 99 yards. Well, the Detroit Lions gave it to David Montgomery for his third touchdown of the game. That made it 34 to 17. And the Lions go on to win this game 34 to 20. The defensive effort in this game was crazy. Wasn't consistent the entire time, but it was crazy, especially the amount of pressure the front four got on the Green Bay Packers. Now, if we look at the rushing game here, the defense for the Detroit Lions gave up 27 yards rushing on the ground. That is incredible. They gave up 203 through the air, so that puts you at 230 yards total for the defense. But that's pretty darn impressive. 27 yards on the ground. That is a huge turnaround from what was one of our big weaknesses last year. And one of the keys to this game early on was the Lions only rushing four meant they had more people in coverage, which really helped. Now, if you also look at the defensive effort, it set the tone a ton, and that helped with the time of possession. The time of possession for the game, the Detroit Lions had the ball 37 minutes and 58 seconds to the Green Bay Packers, 22 minutes and two seconds. And you all know that time of possession is important because, A, if the team doesn't have the ball, they can't score. But two, if the other team's defense is out on the field, it wears them down a ton. Coach Campbell talked about the defense, how well they played, and the important effort that was. It's always important, you know, that you make a team one-dimensional, but we felt like they were going to come out and take some shots early, and they did. They were, they were going to try to throw it a little bit and, uh, you know, see if they could uh, make some hand the back end. And, and uh, you know, that, they weren't able to necessarily do that, and so they tried to get to the run a little bit late, but our guys handled everything well you know it it was an outstanding defensive performance you know ag once again has done a heck of a job and uh you know that's two weeks in a row now um that we're playing outstanding defense you know and and everybody's playing together uh we are playing with violence we're playing smart we're disciplined uh we're getting takeaways so there's signs of good defense now sticking with the defense how about those two interceptions for Jerry Jacobs? And that second one really helped slow Green Bay down. That red zone pick is always welcomed by the defense, and it slowed things down. It did not result in the Lions getting points off of that score, but it slowed down the momentum, and it brought things back. Before the game, game day kickoff talked about Brian Branch before the game on the NFL Network, and they said he might be the steal of the draft. Well, that's something we've been saying around here already, and I think a lot of Lions fans already know that. Oh, and by the way, we do need to send a thank you to the Green Bay Packers who traded with us so we could get him. Now, we saw Branch go in and out with injury. The encouraging thing was he was able to go back in the game. And after the game, Coach Campbell said when he came out, it was just the same thing that he had gone in and out with earlier. So he said he'll know more, you know, within a day or two. So hopefully uh, this extra time will help Branch recover. Uh, Cam Sutton was making some huge plays out there. I loved it when they tried running that quarterback option and they did the pitch and Cam Sutton was like, no, thank you. And that caused Green Bay to lose some more yardage. I mean, if you look at that, those rushing attempts, 
27 yards. They averaged 2.3 yards a rush. The Detroit Lions, on the other hand, did a lot better on that part. So if we switch over to the offensive side of the ball, after that first interception, Jared Goff and the offense got things going, and they looked really good. They were moving the ball well. If you break it down, Jared Goff was 19 of 28 with 210 yards, one touchdown, one interception, two sacks for 20 yards. Like One of them was a great sack to take because they wanted to keep the clock running, not risk an interception. So those, those numbers are not his best of the year, but they were very serviceable. And they could have been better if a couple other catches had been made. But in general, Jared Goff played a solid game. The hero of the game, though, goes to the running game. And David Montgomery led that with 32 carries. He had 121 yards rushing and three touchdowns. Oh, by the way, David Montgomery also had two catches for 20 yards. We talked about him as a receiving threat. And those two receptions were on two targets. Khalif Raymond had a nice 40-yard run. Jameer Gibbs, eight carries for 40 yards. That's five yards on average. And Jared Goff had two carries for 10 yards. We'll take that as well. The Lions rushed for 211 yards as a team. Now, we talked about wanting the running game to start to dominate, and it did in this game. And in the fourth quarter, it helped wrap up the game and bring the victory home. Now, if you looked at spreading the ball around on offense, we were wondering about that and if that would happen. The Lions spread the ball around really well. Josh Reynolds has some clutch catches in this game after not seeing him last week. That was big. Three catches for 69 yards. St. Brown had his five catches for 56 and a touchdown. Sam Laporta, four for 56 and a touchdown. Then you had Dave Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs pitching in as well. You like to see that balanced attack. That way the defense can't just key in on one or two people and take them away. And then that would leave Detroit struggling at that point. So those stats are extremely encouraging. And as the game wore on, you started hearing more and more chants. Let's go, Lions. Coach Campbell talked about the crowd at Lambeau as well. It's pretty cool. We got a fan base. I mean, we got, you know, that's what you always think of, uh, man, a player and a coach you go on the road, man. I, you know, no matter where I've been, you know, the Steelers, the, you know, the, the Raiders, the, all these teams that have these tracks. And, uh, man, I'm, you're starting to notice it. It's like, oh, okay, here we go, man. To your point, we go out to Arrowhead. We got a, there's a big fan base. We come out here, man. I, I was, you know. And we, we remember last year, but you look and you see them. And, uh, and once again, early in the fourth, late third, you can start hearing them. And uh, they, they're overpowering the stadium. So um, it's awesome. It's awesome. You feel like uh, there's a little piece of home no matter where you go. And there was a large Lions fan group out there. And even though the game wasn't perfect, it was an amazing game. The Lions are now 3-1. and one. They lead the NFC North, and they have 10 days off. They have now beat the Green Bay Packers four games in a row. Coach Campbell talked about that and the meaning of this game. Look, we, you talk about, you know, we have our own standards, our own goals of what we wanted to do. And certainly one of those is win division. you got to win, you know, you got to win your division games. And, uh, and man, if you can get them on the road, uh, that goes a long way. So we knew that, and uh, this is important. You know it's not the end-all, be-all, but it is important. And, uh and so to be able to get a division win, it's also a conference win. Uh, that's also two wins in a row. It's on the road. Um, you know, puts us three and one at the quarter. I just, I, I man, I'm really, I'm really happy with where we're at. I'm proud of the guys, the staff, everybody. I mean, that was outstanding. Folks, that's our instant reaction here. I hope to see many of you at Ford Field on October 7th. But before that, let's enjoy this. Take the next couple days. Enjoy this victory. 
We're going to have our regular game recap episode with all the takeaways coming out this Sunday or Monday, so be sure to look for that. But we just had to get an instant reaction out there to celebrate this victory at Lambeau Field, putting the Detroit Lions in first place at the NFC North. Thank you so much for tuning in, folks. You can find all the episodes at notthesameoldlions.com. If you have questions about the Lions, email me, Matthew at notthesameoldlions.com. If you're listening on YouTube, please hit that like button. And while you're at it, tell your friends about the show and please subscribe regardless of your listening platform. Until next time, stay gritty, my friends.